Welcome to Reader Seeks Romance Channel's Romance Roundup. I am Liz Donatelli. And I'm Libby Kay, author of the sweet romance series, Buckeye Falls. Libby and I are excited to share paranormal romances featuring witches, <laughs> vampires, monsters, and beyond to add to your must-read lists. And we're giving away a paranormal romance ebook bundle. Stay tuned till the end for details. If you're listening to us on Podbean or your podcast app of choice, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Romance Roundup. Also, watch Romance Roundup on Reader Seeks Romance's YouTube channel, which is the only place you'll find exclusive bonus content, such as episode teasers, books and bookish giveaways, extra book recs, and romance author guests. Be sure to like and subscribe. Libby, let the roundup begin. Giddy up, Liz. Here we go. All right. So I'm starting with a vampire book. And actually, time worked out in my favor that I actually got to read this and it's a new release. So uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is My Roommate is a Vampire by uh, Jenna Levine. This just came out back uh, August 23rd from Berkeley. Um, literally just finished this like two days ago. So it's nice and fresh in my muddled brain. Uh, so, um, and I have to preface all of these by saying paranormal is not my usual default, uh, romance of choice. So this has been fun for me to like, look back at things I've read that are a little different and enjoyed, but I, I loved this book and it didn't feel paranormal. And I mean that as a, as a plus. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> so without giving away too much, I will give the overview of the plot. Um, so basically we have Cassie Greenberg who lives in modern day Chicago and uh, she just got evicted from her place. She's looking for a place to live. And as I'm saying this, I'm realizing that this is continuing with the previous week's theme of me liking books about women who have nowhere to live. <laughs> so we, again, we're dealing with homelessness. Yes. Uh, yes. Basically, she decides she's either going to have to stay with her best friend who just got married or be homeless. And so she decides to, to go to Craigslist and finds a gorgeous apartment facing Lake Michigan that only costs $200 a month. So obviously there's some red flags there, but we're going to look past all of that because it's just a really good book. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so Cassie's roommate's name is Frederick J. Fitzwilliam, and he is as old timey as his name would suggest. He has trouble fitting in with uh, modern society. He talks very weird. Um, he doesn't have food in the kitchen, which again, red flags, red flags. Uh, but for, <laughs> for the sake of the book, Cassie looks past all of that. And uh, she starts to become friends with uh, our buddy Frederick. And so the thing that I really like about this is the book talked a lot about Cassie and her struggles professionally and, uh, you know, kind of figuring out where she wants to go in the world. And it kind of segued in nicely with Frederick living in modern society as a vampire. Um, again, I'm not giving anything away because that's literally the name of the book. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but I really enjoyed how just how their friendship turns into something more. And I know I said that it doesn't feel like paranormal and it really doesn't because these just feel like normal everyday problems that, you know, two people who live together who are like, ooh, should we start dating? Cause we live together that whole, you right. know, forks proximity trope that I love so much. So um, I really, really enjoyed this. And I know we talked about reading a vampire book for a book club. So I'm, I'm suggesting that this is a potential uh, choice for that because it is so good. And it has a little bit of steam to it. So I think that that's another fun element to it. But it's just a really well-written book. And it's her first, I believe. I, I think she is, it is. Uh, it is a debut author. 
She is. And I just noticed on uh, Jenna's Instagram, it hit the USA Today bestseller list. Oh, I believe it. It's really good. So again, super cute if you're looking for a cute modern day vampire romance. So My Roommate is a Vampire by Jenna Levine, which came out in August from Berkeley. What kind of monster or otherworldly creature are you into, Liz? <laughs> well, I'm going to keep the vampire thing going. All right. I, yeah. I have a super hot witch vampire romance. Oh. Blood Moon, a strange moon novella by Jillian Graves, self-published in 2022. Blood Moon is a rivals to lovers romance that delivers hot sex and a burgeoning love affair between a witch vampire power couple. Ooh, <laughs> it's really hot. Coven witch and bar owner with a talent for whipping up spelled cocktails, Hazel, enjoys an evening of transcendent sex with seductively alluring vampire Vlad. Or Vlad. I don't know what's what's sexier. Vlad? Vlad, Vlad, sounds, Vlad, Vlad doesn't sound right. No, Vlad? I guess Vlad. Yeah, Vlad sounds sexier. Passion's cool when Hazel quickly discovers that Vlad runs the new bar across the street that has been trying to steal away business. So I find that I'm now into romances where there's a new bar owner in town. And they're like messing up their other businesses. Yeah, I I mentioned a book like this in episode three. So you've got a thing for homeless people and I have a thing for um, bar owners messing up the neighborhood aesthetic. I'm going to leave it at that because it is a novella, so I can't give away too much. So Jillian Graves created this world called The Strange. Graves' world building is really skillfully executed, so compelling. There's a lot of uh, of great paranormal storytelling. This is an absolute must-read for paranormal romance and fantasy romance fans who seek a satisfying story with serious heat. And these notes were taken from my Goodreads review of Blood Moon by Jillian Graves. It sounds good to me. And you know that this is not my normal cup of tea. (laughs) It isn't. It isn't. But you know what? It's, It's short enough that you'll be able to live in that world for a short amount of time if that's not your thing. If you don't like being immersed for like, you know, 500 pages... Uh, in a particular world, then try this because you're giving getting a good taste. That sounds very palatable because sometimes with fantasy and science fiction, it's the world building. And I'm like, oh, my God, get to the point. So if it's shorter, yeah. then that, that sounds right up my alley. Yes, yes. I actually feel like I would read more paranormal romance if there were more novellas out there. Because yes. you're right, sometimes you get so immersed after a while, it's like, okay, this is a lot of information for me to hold in my brain. And you've got the relationships between this group of you know, beings in that group. Yes. So, uh, but, but this was just the right amount to retain in my head. Uh, and it was very hot. Well, this is a perfect segue to my next book. Ooh, <laughs> do tell. Okay, so... Backstory for those who don't know, in my day job, I'm a librarian who suffers from FOMO when there's a very popular book that comes out and I haven't read it and everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago or whenever it came out, I should have paid more attention to the date. Um, I read the first of the Ice Planet Barbarian series by Ruby Dixon oh, yes. because everybody and their aunt Lillian was talking about this. And I'm like, all right, forget it. This is the part of having a library card. I checked out the audiobook. 
And I will say, I wouldn't recommend the audiobook for this just because I got a little confused talking about planet names and and body parts and <laughs> things like that with the audio. I wish I would have had the book to reference. So anyway, but I, I'm going to talk about this book. So um, <laughs> so and I can't really say too much because I don't know who's going to be watching this. And it's basically 95 percent sex. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but holy cow. Have you read this, Liz? I own, I own the book. Okay. And I was saving it for a special moment to read it. Like, you know, when you savor the book yes. in your possession yes. and it was, it just so happened that I never ended up reading it, but a friend who was visiting me, I was like, you've got to, you got to try this book. Everyone's talking about it. I haven't read it yet. And she started to read it at my house and she decided to buy it for herself. And no then she, she got hooked and she ended up reading a number of books in the series because it's a, a pretty There's big 21 series. books. When I started yeah. reading it, there was only 12 and now there's 21. Yeah. Yeah. So I have not, but I own it and I really want to read it. <laughs> so uh, yes, that's, <laughs> that's what I have to say. Well, so the plot is what plot there is. <laughs> and I'm not judging. I'm really not. It's just very funny to me because I'm not usually, like I said, a sci-fi reader. Um, I'm a sci-fi watcher, but I won't read it. Anyway, so Georgie is our human lead and she wakes up on a crashed spaceship on an ice planet, as the title would suggest. Yes. And so she goes out, she volunteers herself to go out into this ice planet to figure out what the heck is going on. And that is where she finds, and I hope I'm saying this right, because it's been a while since I listened, Vectal, who is our hero. And he is a <laughs> big old blue alien with big old blue parts. And he, he <laughs> protects her. And he very clearly from the onset, it kind of gave me vibes of back like a decade ago when I read Twilight and Jacob and, oh, I just forgot the baby's name. They did that. Oh my God! I'm oh, messing es, up my Esme, Renee, yes, that when they like imprinted on each other, or I guess she was a baby. And now I'm just describing this. It oh, sounds awful as I'm describing it, but you yeah, know what I mean. Oh, like they imprinted or something. Yes, yeah. So there's an imprinting situation in this. Yes, community with of ice, ice planet barbarian who is huge. Um, <laughs> so uh -huh. basically. He's trying to keep her alive and also convince her that them getting together is good for him and his people, because if memory serves, it's just a bunch of blue guys walking around this ice planet and they need some ladies. And Georgie's like, hold on a minute. I got a whole ship of ladies stuck back at the other side of this ice planet. All is not lost. <laughs> you know, it almost sounds... <laughs> It almost sounds like you're describing a dream. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it felt like one. Like a fever dream that you had. <laughs> well, and that's basically all I can say, Liz, because the rest of it, and I'm not complaining because yeah. I read steamy stuff, but the rest of it is basically a lot of um, very graphic shenanigans. So if you are looking yeah. for, if you're, and I'm not judging, if you're looking for an alien romance or a, you know, a sci-fi paranormal romance that definitely is heavy on the steam, um, I would recommend yeah. Ice Planet Barbarians. It was a hoot to listen to. And again, I just had that, like, I can't miss out on this big book and what everyone's talking about. So it's kind of how I felt about 50 shades. Although embarrassingly, I did read all three of those when that came out, but um, I'm, I've only read the first one of these and I'm not saying I wouldn't go back to the ice planet because I, the other girls that were introduced in this book, I vaguely remember thinking were fun. Um, but I have a feeling I know what's going to happen in the other 20 books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Now, I know Ruby Dixon has other series. I don't know if it's on other planets, but or no, other I'm paranormal beings. Sure. Or... 
because it's she does mention and again it's been over a year since i listened to this she does mention other planets so i don't know okay. if it's like part of the same yeah. blue sexy galaxy <laughs> <laughs> i um i i need to be part of the conversation i need yes. to read this book you, i feel you like know. you just need to read the first one because if nothing else then we can talk about it because um it's just very i don't know it was very yeah something Cut and as I out. read it, as I read it, I'll keep thinking of you saying big old blue parts. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't write sexy stuff. <laughs> I'm bringing this journey back down to earth. Oh, wonderful. Where, where, who are we falling in love with this time? <laughs> the devil. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> so, so how, um, are we meeting the devil? <laughs> In a city, and again, I don't remember where, but it's a city. Um, so Midnight with the Devil in Unlikely Heroes series by Emma Castle, self-published in 2018. Main character Diana sells her soul to the devil, a.k.a. Lucian Star, to save her father's life. The price she must pay is to spend time with him. Diana tries to resist Lucian's charms and promises of sexual pleasures. Pleasures. I said pleasures. <laughs> this episode's already gone off the rails. <laughs> okay. Diana tries to resist Lucian's charms and promises of sexual pleasures, but come on, how can she resist? It is the devil. <laughs> it is the devil and he's hot. Oh, well, it, 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 I guess that's a pun, right? Devil? Flames of Hell, hot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she ev Diana eventually learns that he's not all bad and falls for him. And believe it or not, the ending, which is a happily ever after, is simply beautiful. It really is. Like, Aww. I still will think of that, that ending. Um, there's also a humorous barbecue scene. Like in <laughs> hell? <laughs> No, on Earth, because oh, okay. he pretty much lives on Earth, you know. Oh, okay. I guess hell on Earth, you know, is a thing. So from what I recall, okay, Lucian rants about the number of hot dogs in a package not matching the number of buns in a package. You know, that typical human, you know. Like that scene in Father of the Bride with Steve Martin? Oh, I didn't remember that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Doesn't he have that thing where I just yes. remember like ripping out hot dog buns? Yes. And rolls and now, I don't, I don't know if Lucy does that. I don't think he does. He doesn't wreak havoc on the barbecue, which shows he's a nice guy. Um, but I do remember there was a humorous scene at a barbecue that Diana takes Lucy into. And I believe it was about the hot dog to bun ratio. But anyway, so there is a little bit of humor but it's um, really uh, beautifully written. And uh, Diana is a deeply relatable protagonist. I mean, you know, who wouldn't do just anything to save a family member, someone that they love? That's true. And uh, Lucian is just dark deliciousness. I mean, it's a very steamy book. Does uh, he look like the devil in any way? Or is no, it just there's okay. no shifting. From what I recall, there's no shifting into different. No, he is just a fallen angel. As okay. is Lucifer in the Bible. So he is beautiful. 
as are angels, even the fallen ones. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and Emma Castle, I've never been disappointed with any of her novels. Uh, Always um, really great storyteller, really solid plots, and um, really steamy sex. So yeah, so that's Midnight with the Devil by Emma Castle in her Unlikely Heroes series. I have to check that out. That sounds interesting. If yes, nothing and- else for the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually almost started. I didn't have time. I don't know why I waited so long to get this together, but I really should have gone back and seen about the hot dog. I even <laughs> researched on Google uh, Midnight with the Devil, Ember Castle hot dogs, and it did not yield any <laughs> any valid responses. But uh, but anyway, what do you have for us, Libby? So we're going from picnics with the devil to a small town uh, filled with witches. And it's The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. And this came out in fall of 21 from Avon Books. And it's the first book in the Graves Glen series. So this was actually um, one of my book of the month picks two years ago. And I will say that the only reason I picked it up, even though I do love romance, obviously, and I'm not usually a paranormal fan, is because the hero's name is Reese and he's Welsh and so is my husband. So um, I automatically am like, well, here we go. We have to see what this is all about. So um, it follows Reese. uh, And I just forgot his last name. I think it's Penhollow because it sounded super cute. But he is um, part of a very distinguished family of witches and warlocks out in the UK. And then in Georgia, we have Graves Glen, which is a town that his family has connections to. And that's where our hero Vivian lives. Um, And now that I'm talking about this, this is kind of weird because Nana's name is Vivian. And so it's kind of weird that all these family connections, but anyhow. Do you think think that Erin Sterling loosely based the X-Hex on your family? I think she did some research. (laughs) Okay. Now, (laughs) Now, also, um, Erin Sterling, isn't she also an author of thrillers or am I mistaken? Or I want to say yes. And women's fiction? She, or? Is she the same as Rachel Hawking? I should look this up. Oh, yes. Is that's she what Rachel it is. Hawking? Hold I on. think Erin Sterling is Rachel, Rachel Hawk- Hawkins. Hawkins is a secret. I think it's Hawking. So Erin Sterling is Rachel Hawkins who writes thrillers. And the one I remember that I really enjoyed was her first thriller, The Wife Upstairs which I think kind okay. of had like Rebecca Jane Eyre vibes with, um, what do right. I give away the thing? But well, no, I'm not. That's the title. The wife is upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am trying not to ruin anything, but it's literally the title of the book. Um, but yeah, so, and I really did enjoy that book from her as well. Cause thrillers are pretty much the other big thing I read if I'm not reading romance, but anyway. Yeah. Was there so, any thrilling parts? Like, did you feel a little bit of uh, suspense or thrill yes. in reading the ex? Yes, I did. And I think that's part of why I liked it was the pacing was pretty good. So as the title suggests, uh, Vivian and Reese are exes and she puts a a curse or a hex on him. And so years later, when he returns to Graves Glen, that's when stuff starts getting real. And there's weird stuff happening at the school and throughout the town and with their friends and family. And so the two of them have to join forces to basically reverse this curse. Oh, I'm rhyming. And so um, there's really good tension with them as, you know, it's because technically this is a second chance romance. So there's great mm-hmm. tension with that. But the um, uh, Rachel Aaron, whatever you want to call her, does a great job with, uh, you know, keeping keeping the mystery going with how because the hex is more than just Vivian's broken heart. So um, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Again, it's been two years and I know I'm missing some pivotal plot points. I do know that the second one is already out and is with her friend, or it might've been her sister. Should have done better. Research 
Um, but, and I do have that on my TBR pile as well. So I do want to read that one. But the thing I liked about it was, um, again, it was quirky and it had humor. Um, and obviously the hero's name is Reese, but, um, I really liked how it, it, it twisted the paranormal with, you know, relatable things like, you know, having to associate with an ex or having a difficult, I, cause Reese had an interesting relationship with his family. So I liked how they did that. So it was taking, you know, everyday modern situations and basically mm-hmm. just throwing a couple of curses and warlocks in there. Okay. And I do think there was a couple of slightly steamy scenes, if memory serves. It wasn't, it was not Ice Planet Barbarian steamy, but it it had a moment. I mean, few <laughs> things are. Yeah. And thank God, I don't know if my brain could handle that. <laughs> that is The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. And that's through Avon Press and came out in fall of 21. I've chosen a book <laughs> taken from our online book club where we read darker romances and paranormal and such. I've selected Fury, book one in New Species series by New York Times and USA Today bestselling author, Lauren Doner. So it was previously published by Alora's Cave. Do you remember that publisher that um, is no longer in existence? Okay. Yes. It was previously published by Alora's Cave, but re-released by the author in 2016. There's now 15 books in the New Species Paranormal Romance series. And I would say that this crosses over into sci-fi because there is some DNA splicing that occurs. Oh. Yes. Did you read this one for book club for after? No, I think that was that was when we I was out of town or something and I just didn't okay. get to it. Okay. Yeah, I remember I remember the cover, but I don't, yeah, I didn't yes. read it. Yeah. So Ellie works at a pharmaceutical company that performs illegal experiments in which human DNA is spliced with animal DNA, thus creating a new species. So Ellie works to free one of the new species who is a human man who is, for all intents and purposes, part dog, but looks, looks like a human, but has DNA traits of a dog. The rescue goes awry and a perceived betrayal makes them enemies. Oh. A year later, Ellie's path crosses that of the new species she had tried to save, and his name is now Fury, and he is hell-bent on revenge. Ooh, I'm here for it. <laughs> but the attraction between the two is powerful, obviously. As Ellie and Fury work together to help integrate the new species into society, they grow to respect and love each other. So this is like a soap opera. This is like as close to a paranormal (laughs) soap opera as you could get. It's super steamy. It's, I believe, a a pretty lengthy read. So there's epic storytelling, rich world building. There's a lot of animalistic sex scenes and i don't mean like that anybody shifts into animals but there's a vigor with which fury has intimacy and you know shares intimacy in different ways with ellie um but it's really super interesting and uh, compelling as anything like you don't even realize how long the book is which i believe it's in the three to 400 page range, which is a lot for a book published in 2016, I feel. Maybe not. Actually, yeah, because I feel like books are only getting longer now. Longer now, yeah. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so this was a, a book that we read in book club. And uh, I believe anyone who read it really did enjoy it. And uh, yeah. And I was, how many are in the series you said? This right is now first. there's 15. 15, wow. Yeah. And it's still, she, uh, Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren is still publishing these books. Um, so yeah, that's Fury in New Species series by Lauren Doner. I'm not sure if it's quite your jam because world, like that type of, a lot of world world building is yeah. not really yeah something. I'm, I'm a very think. impatient person. I usually like things to be happening right away. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're really yeah you're information gathering at points. So I mean it's great storytelling, but I think that maybe you would not prefer this type of of book. But it, it was uh, in that moment in time, it was what I needed to read. No, and I love books like that when you find it the perfect book for the perfect moment. I'm here yes. for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. These are our Liz and Libby picks of paranormal romance novels on our to-read lists. Enlighten us, Libby. What else uh, do you have for the paranormal romance list? Okay, well, this one, I haven't read it yet, but, and I know you're about to read it because we're reading it for our book club, yes. uh, is Meg Cabot's new one, Enchanted to Meet You. And this just came out on September 5th from Avon. Um, I'm excited because a, I like Meg Cabot's other books. Um, her most recent series I read and I just forgot the name of it. Um, oh, uh, little bridge Island. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was a trilogy and it was about, um, I want to say South Carolina cause the first one had like a hurricane, but anyway, but, and I also like that because the second book had a librarian as the heroine and I like oh, librarian heroine. a librarian and a hurricane. Uh, no, I don't think there, she had the hurricane. Oh. The first one, her friend had the hurricane. But this lady obviously survived it and she's still a librarian. So anyway, but I like her other books. But so I'm excited to see how she does um, how she does paranormal because I haven't read. Is this her first paranormal, actually? Meg Cabot's first paranormal? I'm going to venture to say yes. Because I don't remember seeing anything like that before. And it sounds like it's going to be a series because it's listed as being The Witches of West Harbor, the first book. So that would make me feel like there's going to be at least two of them. Yes. So, um, but I like the premise of it, um, that it's, again, a handsome stranger is coming into town to help. Um, and I also like, because a lot of her other books have had plus size heroines, but it's a plus size witch. And that's in the blurb. So obviously that should have something to do with the story, I'm guessing. But right. she's going to team up with this handsome stranger to protect the village from otherworldly forces. And so, um, and of course, as the blurb always says, but can she protect her heart? I'm guessing not, because otherwise I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> um, but as a teenager, or as a teen witch, uh, which always makes me think of Sabrina, uh, Jessica cast oh. a spell uh, that went horribly wrong, and it brought all of the wrong attention. Um, and it also gave her a lifetime ban from the World Council of Witches, which I imagine is something that a witch would want to be involved in. So enter our hero, who is Derek Winters, which is also a pretty good hero name. I, I like the last name of Winters for this. It seems perfect. Yes, Derek Winters does sound like a frosty character. Yeah, so I'm, I'm anxious to see how he is. But he's going to come in and he's going to come to this quaint little small town of and I keep forgetting it, West Harbor, because I keep thinking it's Witch Harbor, but no, they're just witches in Ooh, West that, Harbor. That would have been too on the nose, I guess. Which... Yeah, I guess they don't want to advertise. <laughs> but basically, he's going to come in and he decides that she is the chosen one. And so she is going to be the one that saves her village. And hopefully, I'm almost more invested in her getting back into the World Council of Witches than I am with them falling in love, because I'm just very intrigued by the premise yeah. that she got kicked out of a world organization as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. 
but I don't know. It sounds it sounds cute because I think, and I mean this is a positive. I think Meg Cabot's writing is usually cute. There's you know poignant parts and um, very relatable parts, but I feel like this sounds like it's going to be a cute paranormal romance. So have you and have you read it yet, Liz? No, but I do okay. own it. It's behind me on my bookshelf. There it is. <laughs> I did pick it up. Um, Meg Cabot is popularly known for the Princess Diaries series, mm -hmm. which I was too old to read at the time. It didn't appeal Ditto. to me, but I did enjoy the movies, which <laughs> I'm hoping were faithful to the book. That way I could say, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with Meg Cabot's work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I am excited to read. It seems it's like a. it appears to be a cozy, small town sweet paranormal romance so um and i love the cover it yes, looks i mean spooky. It's, oh, it looks a little spooky it looks spooky but i don't know and i like that they're yeah. they're on a motorcycle at first i thought that was a broom that would have been fun if that was on a broom see that's yeah. what i'm wondering is i have a feeling it's not as paranormally as paranormal readers would want yeah. it to be that's what i'm guessing so uh, yeah yeah i think that it's going to be more based in reality than perhaps Although we could be surprised. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. Either way, I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of hoping it's more based in reality. Because again, with my roommate as a vampire, I liked that. It liked just, that. Coincidentally, he was a vampire. And I'm hoping it's more coincidentally they're magical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we will see. I look forward we'll to see. reading yes. and discussing it with you at Book Club in Columbus, Ohio. Once again, that is Enchanted to Meet You by Meg Cabot. So it's already out through Avon. Excellent. I'm going to take us to another magical town, the magical town of St. Clair. Ooh. Yes. And that is the setting of The Only Purple House in Town by New York Times and USA Today bestselling author Anne Aguirre, published by Sourcebooks Casablanca in 2023. It came out this past summer. Oh. Here's the gist. Main character Iris fails to turn the Victorian house she inherited from her great aunt into a bed and breakfast. So she rents rooms to boarders. Some of those renters are not human. Oh, okay. I'm intrigued. And you know me. I like people who need a place to live. <laughs> yes, you're right. This is right up your alley. People looking for a place to live. Yes. I, I mean, romance is the only thing that can happen. <laughs> Obviously, yes. When Iris's former classmate, Eli, a nerdy outcast with a crush on Iris, moves into her house of misfits, the couple fall for each other and learn the true meaning of home. Uh -huh. So I suspect that Eli might have a secret. Now, I don't know how much time has passed between them having been in school together. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming maybe 10 years or something like that. Um, but I suspect that Eli has a secret. I don't know why I just do. It sounds really sweet. I love books with a cast of quirky characters. And if they're paranormal, even better. It definitely looks like a fun read. I'm also a fan of Anna Gire's sci-fi romance with aliens on an alien planet it's called strange love which um i really really enjoyed oh that's a really cute cover for the only purple house in town yes it's an adorable color that's an adorable cover yes i i feel like there's something magical in it being purple i don't know yeah, I, like I can't wait to read it i'll be sure to report back yes please um, yes uh and that's the only purple house in town by anna Gire. Well, that's it for the roundup. We have a special paranormal romance ebook bundle giveaway featuring books by Inkspell authors. 
Annika Savoy, The Ghost in Her, Kelly Wallace, Death Knows My Name, and Laurel Huck, The Girl with the Chameleon Eyes. So we'll be giving away those books as a bundle. Mm-hmm. Comment on episode four of Romance Roundup on Reader Seeks Romance's YouTube page. Tell us which of the books we listed in this episode you've added to your to-read list. And then you'll be eligible to win this fabulous book bundle. A winner will be randomly selected on October 20th, 2023. Be sure to subscribe to Reader Seeks Romance on YouTube so that you don't miss out on book recommendations and bonus content and extras. If you listen to Romance Roundup on Podbean or your preferred podcast app, then be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for joining us, Romance Readers. Happy reading, everyone. (laughs) 